I'm Evan Knappen, and welcome to Gun Lawyer. Say, I want to follow up from our last podcast because uh, when we put two and two together about the plan to take our gun rights, it has really taken off through the media. And as those of you who may recall, I uh, realized when we had this push to put unvaccinated persons on the no-fly list while simultaneously seeing a push for what's called no-fly, no-buy to stop people on the no-fly list from having guns, it seemed to be pretty obvious what their intention is, and that is to take away gun rights from all unvaccinated persons. And luckily, um, in pointing this out, it's brought a lot of great awareness to this subject so that we can fight these bills and these proposals um, on both fronts of both the unvaccinated going on the no-fly list and the no-fly, no-buy proposals because our liberty and our freedom is uh, at stake. And what's really interesting, though, is some of the follow-up and what happened after the podcast released. And I would like to thank Amoland for putting out a great uh, article with the podcast into their wonderful news feed. And if you don't subscribe to Amoland and get their daily uh, news feed, and if you're interested in firearms and guns and such, you're missing out. It's free. Sign up to get Amoland's uh, daily of great articles. And once it hit that and went out, uh, I really want to do a great shout out to Jared Yanis of Guns and Gadgets because uh, Jared produced a wonderful uh, YouTube uh, presentation uh, on his uh, channel there called Guns and Gadgets. And it's called, Is This Their Secret Plan to Disarm Americans? And he did a wonderful job, and I, I'm really uh, happy with what he uh, did to bring greater awareness to this. And he also was very professional and gave uh, credit to uh, myself at Gun Lawyer on this, and he did a great job. So check out that uh, YouTube video. He's already got almost 160,000 views of that uh, video that he produced and it's been like wildfire and uh, so many people have uh, gotten in touch with me and other media and what have you it's really important the that this is out there people recognize the threat otherwise uh, these apparatchiks from the Obama administration pushing this uh, maybe could have uh, uh, gotten away with this much much easier no one says they won't still get away with it but at least there's an awareness for us uh, about it. And following up on this, there's some really interesting things. Right after the podcast, because, you know, there's a little bit of lag time from when we produced the podcast to actually getting it out to our great listeners, uh, I saw that there is, uh, based upon, obviously, the proposal by Juliet Kayyem, who was the uh, Obama, former Obama uh, official who was put forward that article in the Atlantic and all coordinated, I'm sure, that there's an actual bill in Congress. It's H.R. 4980, and that bill is to pass a law to mandate that those who fly be vaccinated. So therefore, the unvaccinated would be on the no-fly list. So there actually 
is a bill that's been uh, proposed, and it was uh, filed, uh, apparently, in this just uh, on the 6th of August, so very, very recent, and um, kind of based on our lag time on what we could know at the time we did the podcast, this surfaced online so we could see what they've filed. So they're already taking the steps to implement their plan. And uh, it is based on these two factors that once they're combined, ends up harming our Second Amendment rights. And, you know, looking further into it, uh, even in uh, just really recently within just the last few days now, uh, Biden was uh, questioned about putting folks on the no-fly list and uh, there's, they're apparently considering that as well. I don't know if he could do it by executive order or try. So, uh, you know, it may just take a law or who knows. They're, they seem pretty willing to abuse their, their power. But what I want to tell you is if you think this is a far-fetched idea that uh, folks that are unvaccinated can't fly, well, guess what? Canada announced uh, just uh, on Friday that they're going to require all airline passengers to be vaccinated, as well as travelers on interprovincial uh, trains and cruise ships, okay? And so Canada is already implementing it. So that's part one of the two shoes that need to drop to take away our gun rights, and Canada's already implementing it, so... You know, the uh, U.S. Uh, obviously can try to uh, do that, and I wouldn't be surprised if they do. And so we got to be vigilant and be aware, and that's the purpose of Gun Lawyer. It's really one of the things that I'm all about. I want to raise that. And, you know, I was looking more into the author of the idea here for the U.S., the real power pushing it, the Obama, former Obama uh, person, and that is a uh, Juliet Kayam. And Juliet Kayam, you know, launched this in this Atlantic article, but uh, she followed up, by the way, interestingly, with a uh, interview on PBS Radio. Of course, you know PBS, our our uh, taxpayer-funded left-wing radio. It's not as if there's a you know there's a lack of left-wing radio out there and left-wing media, right? We we make sure we have a government-funded left-wing media too, right? Of course, got to keep pushing that. And she's on there, but I'll tell you what's really interesting because this is the the mentality of these people. She said in the interview, "quote We're done waiting, and that we have to move." from the carrots of luring people, talking to them about the science and giving them extra pay lottery systems to a system of sticks where there will be burdens and privileges will be denied. This is the way these people think. Take away your right to fly, take away the, quote, privileges and impose burdens. And what better burden, my friends, than to say you lose your Second Amendment rights and become a prohibited person 
if you've not been vaccinated. It aligns perfectly with their approach to this subject and our rights generally, not just in terms of guns. It's disgusting. Taking away the individual's choice is outrageous. And yet, that is what gun laws regularly do, isn't it? The idea is to stop individuals who choose to have a firearm from getting one. And look, guns aren't for everyone. Absolutely not. It's an important personal decision. Same with getting vaccinated. It's not for everyone. It's a personal decision. And when the government gets involved in all these things it shouldn't even be involved in, it always makes me step back and say, gee, it's amazing that they'll get into all this stuff where they have no business being in, and yet at the same time drop the ball on actually doing their job, on the things that they need to focus on, like uh, uh, actions uh, militarily, as we're looking at what's going on around the world, that's like the responsibility they have, and let's drop the ball on that. Securing our borders, that's the responsibility. Act. Well, they drop the ball on that. But they'll get into our liberties and our freedoms and put their nose there and start putting the thumb of oppression on us, won't they? No problem, huh? How about backing off our rights, back off our liberties, and do the job that you're supposed to do instead of making the average American pay for it with their freedom and liberty. And that's the whole plan. That's their whole approach. And we have to be eternally vigilant and fight this. So when we come back, I'm going to talk to you about back to school. Yeah, it's the back to school Segment, And you may say, why does that have anything to do with guns? Well, let me tell you, practicing gun law, I've had many, many cases that come out of the schools that directly impact the gun rights of both parents and students. So when we come back from the break, I'm going to tell you all about that. For over 30 years, attorney Evan Knappen has seen what rotten laws do to good people. That's why he's dedicated his life to fighting for the rights of America's gun owners. A fearsome courtroom litigator fighting for rights, justice, and freedom. An unrelenting gun rights spokesman tearing away at anti-gun propaganda to expose the truth. Author of six best-selling books on gun rights, including Knappen on Gun Law a bright orange gun law Bible that sits atop the desk of virtually every lawyer, police chief, firearms dealer, and savvy gun owner. That's what made Evan Knappen America's gun lawyer. Gun laws are designed to make you a criminal. Don't become the innocent victim of a vicious anti-gun legal system. This is the guy you want on your side. Keep his name and number in your wallet and hope you never have to use it. But if you live, work, or travel with a firearm, the deck is already stacked against you. You can find him on the web at evannappen.com or follow the link on the Gun Lawyer resource page. Evan Knappen, America's Gun Lawyer. You're listening to Gun Lawyer with attorney Evan Knappen. Available wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I am a lawyer. I am a 
Hey, welcome back. And I uh, would like to thank all of you for listening in to Gun Lawyer and helping to protect our gun rights by doing so, by raising your awareness. And I'd really appreciate if you would make sure you subscribe and have your friends subscribe as we reach more and more people. This is the voice so we can alert to issues, all kinds of issues. And uh, I can give advice on how to protect yourself. Uh, and it, it, and these are the things that I've experienced myself firsthand working for well over 30 years as a, a lawyer with a focus on the area of firearm and weapons laws. And I see these things that happen and I say, oh my gosh, you know, people need to know about these ramifications. Yet you don't ever see this in the, in the lamestream media. They're just not ever warning people about these things. And when it comes to going back to school, there are issues about schools, particularly government schools, what are euphemistically called public schools. And what happens here is, is something where you need to make sure that you've communicated with your kids and warned them about things that can happen regarding guns in school, in terms of gun rights, and even the rights of parents. So a number of years ago, I had a case where a, a student just drew a doodle, uh, a drawing, a cartoon, just of a military soldier firing a rifle at another enemy soldier. And, you know, they had helmets on, and there was just, a, you know, a little drawing by kids of... Uh, of, a, of, a, of soldiers shooting at each other. And I mean, I don't know if as kids, if any of you played war or admired those that defend our country and such. And here this kid is drawing this. And then um, underneath it, he had a, another drawing, just somebody fishing. Well, the teacher who was uh, at the time in the school saw this drawing and felt threatened by it. Threatened by this drawing by a kid of soldiers shooting at soldiers and a guy fishing. And she didn't just report it to the principal even of her ridiculous paranoia, but went to the police about it. And the police followed up with her saying, this is harassment, harassment. I'm not kidding, harassment. And they went to the parents' house and seized the parents' guns with a search warrant, I might add, over a kid's drawing in school of soldiers shooting at each other and a guy fishing, not making this up. And it so happened that the parents uh, the, were fish and game for New Jersey instructors. They're the ones that teach gun safety when you would get a hunting license in New Jersey, to youths, by the way, even. They took their guns all over this cartoon by this overreacting, politically correct teacher over this. It was outrageous. And so I brought a motion in that case to suppress that the warrant itself was wrongly issued, that there wasn't probable cause to issue this warrant. And what was very interesting is that that motion went before the another judge in the county but 
the judge was the same level of judge in the same county that issued the warrant. So now we're talking about judges of equal power in the same county. And this is extremely rare, but the judge found that the warrant was improperly issued and tossed out a warrant issued by another judge in the same county. So that was uh, actually fascinating to see get done. But what a shame. And anyway, we got all the guns returned, and it just was an outrage, and we still deal with issues with these claims in school that this was, and it was nothing intentionally a problem here whatsoever, but it doesn't matter. Just drawing a picture of a gun. And you probably have heard of students that make finger guns, right? Remember, as a, you know, you make a gun out of your out of your finger, like you have your thumb up as the hammer and your pointer finger as a barrel, and you can make it look like a gun, and you might like play at recess and play cops and robbers and make little guns out of your hand. Do you know that has led to going to the principal's office, investigating whether there are guns in the house, whether this person is a threat. There are cases involving kids, you know, making a sandwich that looked like a gun because of how they bit the cheese sandwich. So it had a barrel and a... Oh, sound the alarm. They made a sandwich gun. I mean, insanity. And then what? The parents are wrapped up. And then are there firearms in the house? And and so on. And then do they get seized? And, and is a child... Uh, a threat and a danger to the school is there going to be some some uh you know massacre at the school with a with a gun sandwich i mean it's you know it's insanity and you and and you think oh come on it's written no we've seen it we've seen it happen students wear shirts that advertise or promote a firearm you know just a free shirt dad may have gotten this is federal ammo or whatever you know has a hunting seen on it oh guns in the house guns you know, depending on where you live you know it's one thing if you're in an area where hunting is uh, very much known and understood but if you're someone that's in a more urban environment but you love to go hunting and get escape to the woods and take your kids hunting and they wear a hunting shirt to school of some sort boom it can kick the whole thing in and the next thing you know your guns are being seized with claims of threats and violence. And look, I had a very uh, news, a case that really hit the news hard where, where a fellow's kid was 10 years old and he posed with a new gun that his dad, a 22, that his dad got him. And he's in hunting camo and he's posed with the new gun. Now, this is all under the supervision of this father, all right? And he took this picture of his proud kid. Well, guess what? The kid had a hunter safety course from the state of New Jersey. But that picture went online, and next thing you know, Dyfus is at his door to take the kid away, that there's danger and a threat, and how can a kid have a gun, and all this whole bit. And luckily, I was able to get on the phone. Right when Dyfus was there, they wanted to seize the father's guns. They wanted to take the kid away over there. It's outrageous. And I said, put her on the phone with me now, this... this uh, this social worker there. And so the client right on the phone says, here, my attorney wants to talk to you. Here, he'll talk to you. Here. And you know what? She ran away. I'm not kidding. 
I said, where's the person? What she said, I told you I turned one, and she ran away. Ran away? Ran away. So we got him to totally back down from seizing the, 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 the father's guns over a legitimate picture of his son with a firearm, which he was approved by the state of New Jersey as, a, as passing hunter safety and able to hunt. Didn't matter. Beware of the kids and what they post, what ends up circulating through school as to what is there, anything having to do with guns, pictures of guns on Facebook, and then it's talked about at school. Then you're looking at possible gun seizure, etc. I've seen all these cases. I, it's not making it up. It's crazy. You know, my brother, Lewis, he wrote an uh, important uh, law journal article on the privacy advantages of homeschooling. And you can uh, read this uh, journal article, and it really it should have had the opposite name, and that is the uh, privacy invasion of having your kids attend a public school. That would have been just as appropriate. But this is what happens. So you got to talk to your kids and make sure that they are discreet. It's a shame we have to be that way. But if you live in, particularly in these anti-gun jurisdictions, with these folks that have no clue about firearms and the tradition of hunting and gun ownership and target shooting and all the great closeness you can have with your kids as you target shoot and enjoy the outdoors and hunt and use guns together, you can have big problems. So discretion. They have to know not to talk about guns, not to have pictures of them, not to, because this can take off and the next thing you know, you're dealing with your home being searched and your guns being seized. Even if you're dragged into the principal's office where they want to do things that are going to affect your kid's record, put it in his record about causing disruption or whatever nonsense they're going to push, it can have this kind of dramatic effect. And it is the times that we live in, and it's a shame, but it's true. So I don't want to see any of you have that kind of problem. You know, you need to talk to your kids and make sure they understand, for example, what is a resource officer in the school? A lot of schools have resource officers. And let me just say, I'm pro-law enforcement. It has nothing to do with that. But a resource officer is a law enforcement officer. And your kids need to know that. They need to know that what they're talking about or what they're saying to resource officers is the same as if they walked up to a, to a law enforcement officer on the street and started telling them things. And kids will embellish, kids will make stuff up, they want to look like, you know, tough kids or things to brag about, whatever it is. And they start telling these things to a resource officer. And next thing you know, you're dragged into all this. And we see that over and over. So you got to tell your kids, look, you don't talk to resource or you talk to your parents. You talk to me and mom, all right? And if they're ever called into the principal's office about anything, they need to view the principal as a law enforcement situation. Even though it's not officially law enforcement, they need to immediately say, I'm not going to say anything. I want to talk to my parents. I want my parents here. Basically, your kids need to call for the parents to come in the way parents would immediately, if they're smart, ask for their lawyer to come in. 
because I've seen the abuse that takes place. And the problem is kids go to the principal's office, they're like, oh, the last thing they want is for mom and dad to find out about anything. But that's really wrong. You need to instill and have a uh, the trust with your kids to know that you're going to have their back, that you're going to stand with them. I mean, later, afterwards, when they're home, you know, you may have to talk to them and whatever, but until that time when you're private and can speak with them, they got to know that you have their back and have them covered. Otherwise, these things can escalate. They can escalate to where your rights are at stake, and it's your rights even to maybe have your kids stay in your house, your rights to your firearms, to your ability to keep, possess, purchase, maintain your guns. And then, you know, these searches happen, and then the next thing you know, oh, this happened in New Jersey, and you have a magazine that holds 11 rounds instead of 10. And that 11-round magazine's a felony in New Jersey. You're looking at 18 months in state's prison because the whole thing escalated out of a drawing or something st- or a gun sandwich at school. And now you're dealing with a felony-level charge against you where you're going to lose your gun rights and possibly your job, your career, the whole bit. You say, oh, it's just, you know, just a scary fear-mongering. No, I've seen it. Over 30 years of practicing, I see what happens in the schools. You need to talk with your kids. They need to be discreet. They need to understand the ramifications. These people are not on their side. They have agendas. They have agendas. And their agenda isn't necessarily the agenda of the parents with the kids. And that's the agenda that I care about. It's that parental relationship with with your kids' agenda. And you need to instill this to help protect our gun rights as we deal with this incredible environment that we're constantly fighting. So this is Evan Knappen reminding you that gun laws don't protect honest citizens from criminals. They protect criminals from honest citizens. Gun Lawyer is a Counterthink Media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. Reach us by emailing evan at gun.lawyer. The information and opinions in this broadcast do not constitute legal advice. Consult a licensed attorney in your state.